0: the city baby when you see us
1: so you know you really viewing greatness in the making double up on facts we stating podcasting cruise control city state the nation so what you saying what we saying prime information facts keys to the city we're locking the statements streaming every friday
0: and ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms, including YouTube, at Keys to the City. Like I said, new hoodies. The first order is out. If you want still, I get a chance to purchase a Keys to the City hoodie, blue or black. And if anybody also wanted, since it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, if anybody wanted a pink hoodie, we already got our first sale of a pink hoodie. If anybody wants, please let us know. We'll get to them, and we'll make out our second. Ted needs another hoodie. Oh, you a, the you got your hoodie? I, the I didn't know. You said you needed a new one. But well, everything's looking good for that. Keys to the city, you're selling out like hotcakes, the hoodies. What's you get not, off that hotcakes what, thing, bro? Why? I'm getting you hungry. I'm teasing no, you. Not. I know you're hungry, so I'm teasing you. I got to give you something. What's not pretty, what's not nice, what's not hot is the NFC lease. I'm going to start calling it the NFC lease because it's not the NFC East. Joseph, come on in and join us. And you just see right now, the NFC East, last night was the epitome of the NFC East. You look at this division coming into this year, I think we all were on the same boat, the Eagles and the Cowboys were the two favorites, and maybe two of the favorites in the NFC, where the Giants and Washington team would be at the bottom of the league fighting for maybe a top three pick. We don't know how that's going to be right now, because does anybody in this division want to win a game? Not even just take the lead in the division, but win a game. Joe, show me that. I, I found a quick picture last night on Twitter, and I want you to bring it up, and how bad the NFC Least is. And Ted, you are saying the Giants are like the definite. No, the NFC Least is god-awful. There's six freaking teams that have five wins. The NFC Least division as a whole is 5-18-1. There is nothing good. Thank you, Joseph, by the way. There is nothing good to say about the NFC Least. The Cowboys, devastating injury last week to Dak. But even with Dak, they were, they were god-awful defensively. But one of the worst. If it wasn't for Seattle's defense, the Dallas Cowboys would be the worst defense by far, and they may be already to some. They're the worst defense. Then the Eagles are decimated with injuries across the board. They're going to have a JV team playing against the Giants. God, can the Giants win that game on Thursday? Don't know yet. They struggle in Philly in brotherly love. Then you got the Giants and Redskins. Redskins. I said the Redskins. Redskins, terrible. They've been bad for a long time. The Giants. You said it again. I said it it again. Who cares? Can I go back to the good old days of the NFC East? Because that's when it was good, when there was the Redskins. Then the Giants, they were in rebuild mode. You look at this division. Does anybody want to win? And if so, who is the best team? I'd have to change the names. It might be the (laughs) Cowgirls, the Pigeons, the Midgets, and the Redskins. That that might be the better definition of all four So let me ask you, it's not who's going to win. Who's who's the best team by a hundred? Oh, come on, Jace, be realistic. Yeah, Zach Gurch is out for a month. Miles Sanders also, as well, is out for no, a couple of weeks. Too. <laughs> right. Who is the best team in the NFC Lease right now? I still think it's the Eagles. I really do. If you look at the teams that they played the last couple of weeks, even they were down huge against the Ravens and fought all the way back. And who, and you can't name their receivers. You can't name their running backs because no one knows them unless well, you're, unless you, the you, unless you're ball, right? an Eagles guy. I truly believe that Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in the division, which is not saying much. That's well now that Dak's going, yeah, yeah that's uh, captain obvious. I know that. <laughs> Thank you. And, and, I, and I and I think when you have a guy like him, appeared <laughs> that Andy Dolan, Daniel Jones. And and Allen Kyle oh, Allen, yeah. and when you have the best quarterback, that gives you a chance every week, and that really truly is. And the Eagles, they've had they've had some really unfortunate injuries this oh, year, yeah. even but last they, year. But if can they can back. get healthy as this season goes on, they are the better team. They have the better defense of all the teams in that in that division. I truly believe that. I think it's the,
1: the best defense. Wow. I think the Giants have a better defense. I I, I think the Giants defense. defense. Yeah. Yes, I'll tell you what. To me, That's a good defense too. Eh. This the, uh, defense here's here's my whole thought on this Giants game, real quick. They deserve to win that football game, and and when uh, when Kyle Allen kicked that ball up and and Trey Crowder ran in for a touchdown, that was karma, just evening things up for that ridiculous call on the interception in the end zone. He landed out of bounds and never, neither foot ever touched the ground. Neither would I. I I'm stunned at, at how they reviewed. They they were under review for like four minutes.
0: I, I'm stunned it, by it, that. Elbow did part, hit part that, of the That's white. because someone in the booth or someone in New York was making special calls, Joe. They got to keep the
1: game within the three points. I, I would I wouldn't be shocked, you know. And and look the the uh, the fact that the Giants stopped the two point conversion to win the game to me. It was the perfect ending to that game. It's rare that you see the Giants stop anybody. You saw they couldn't stay. They really struggled to stop even a poor Washington team on third down. Yeah. But yeah, when it mattered people,
0: the most. The momentum in the second half. they had Absolutely.
1: The half. Well, dude, look, you know, that, that drive that the Giants had in the third quarter was unbelievable. What, what an unbelievably great drive the Giants put together to eat the third quarter up got score some points though. Uh, can I, can and, I, and this uh, is I think Jason Garrett and I receiver. think Jason Garrett is a lousy offensive coordinator. I I'm glad the Giants drew up some plays. I mean, look, you know, we we know that it it takes quarterbacks in the NFL who can run, who can be a threat. And as long as Daniel Jones has that ability, and you're not explo- I don't understand it. The receiver I mean, had the best block on the field on that play. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm shocked that the Giants that's haven't very used very Daniel hard. Jones' athletic ability a little bit more. Look around the league, well, everybody your, does it. Agree. Yes, and this
0: is one of his uh, one of his greater traits is that he's able to run. He's the leading rusher on the Giants by the way currently. Well, listen, that was one of his better strengths and that's why I was I was I was happy when we had a quarterback because we're so about sixteen years, we've had a quarterback that was a statue. We love Eli. He we've always he kind of of like, but we he had, had a quarterback. We had since Hart- Yeah, that's true. Name Actually, a quarterback that you remember Jones as a I, that could run. Daniel Jeff Jones. Ostell had some athleticism when he played on the ninety team. Here's the thing, Ted. I'll agree with you in the sense that the Eagles are the best team in the NFCs, just because of the factor that, in the way that quarterbacks are so valuable right now. We would say that Carson Wentz. All of us, I could say, speak for all of us, that he's the best quarterback right now. And in that's, the that's not saying that I'm because not he hasn't the even Giants played We have well. the best defense in the NFC East. So something's got to give. That's what I'm trying to say. The past couple weeks in the NFC East, it's been something's got to give. What the Giants came against the Cowboys, the Giants against Washington this week, now the Giants against... I'm not even talking about the Giants. I'm talking about in the NFC. Something's got to give because we already know Dallas' defense is atrocious. They got this... I mean, I don't know what the hell happened last night. They they were, they were didn't even show up. That was a sh- They didn't even bother to show up, it seemed like. An embarrassment. Washington has had their issues for years now. The Giants have had their issues for years. Philly is just getting decimated with injuries, and they have the best quarterback. I would say they have the best coach as well, and, and Doug Peterson. So you would say that the Eagles would be probably the best team in the NFC East. It's just you look at that division, it's literally up for grabs. I mean, we were talking about the Giants for this entire year saying, are they going to get Trevor Lawrence? We sit here now on October twentieth, at six weeks in, going into week seven, a huge game in the NFC East. And the Giants could be the NFC East leaders after week seven, and we've been talking for the first five weeks, maybe they could be the number one pick. I think the Jets established themselves as by far the worst team in the NFC. Oh, not NFC, just the NFL as a whole. Yeah, they're 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 taken for. For Lawrence, they're all. But I got a great article in the Post the other day that says, "Hey, listen, if you remember the Jets in '96, after they had taken Keyshawn Johnson the year before, they were stem to be. They were one fifteen. They were supposed <clears throat> Look at that. to be. Look at that they were supposed to get the number one pick. That's a pretty sight, uh, uh And if Joe, you and, and if you remember yeah. this, Peyton Manning decided to come back his for his senior season. We'll get into which that. If which changed it. everything. So you know, they, you know, they, there's no. Total sense that Trevor Lawrence is definitely coming out. He'll more likely come out. But does that change anything with regards to the Jets? Because listen, we've seen it before. What if Trevor Lawrence says, I don't want to play for the New York Jets? Now, listen, the Jets can still take him and say, deal with it. And nothing you could do about it. But, you know, Eli Manning did it. John Elway did it. Other guys have kind See, of. He don't. wanted to come to New York. I don't think Trevor Lawrence wants to go to the Jets. I don't think anybody would to go to the Jets. Listen, if you're a Jets fan and you watch your two best best players and Jamal Adams go to the undefeated uh, Seahawks and then you watch Le'Veon Bell, who was their best offensive player, because you can't name me a better offensive player on their team, Say whatever you want about the guy. And he goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, think about those two guys. You go from the Jets to the Chiefs in Seattle, and they're both uh, Super Bowl. That's be a beautiful thing. That's right? a beautiful thing as a player. Now, with that being said, the NFC East is, is garbage. That I was, want to know who that was last at. night. Yeah. Was an embarrassment. That was. I can't believe what I saw last night. Could not believe it. It got worse as the game went on. Their yeah. defense actually, if you watch the beginning of the game, their defense actually looked pretty good in their first three drives. Oh, Kyle they, Lamar was a part they of that. They had shut down Kyle Lamar. No, no, their defense was good in the first good. quarter. But it got worse and it got worse, and they gave up the rushing yard and then the deep passing. Um... Michael Gallup forgot how to catch the ball into the first half third and goal balls hit right in his hands. The Giants, he would have caught that with one hand with two fingers and walked in the end zone. He drops the ball. Andy Dalton is not a good quarterback. It showed last night. He's not a good quarterback. Their offensive line is 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 decimated with injuries. Dak Martin left the game with a concussion. They lost both of their tackles this season. Uh, Travis Frederick retired in the beginning of the season. So the guy, the team that, it's funny because you think about this. This Dallas team four years ago, when Dak and Zeke were both drafted, was the best Dallas team they've had, and they've 15, gotten they were and they've gotten and worse every year. And this is this is their worst year. Joe, who do you think is the best team in the
1: NFCs right now? Who is the best team? I know. Uh. It's such a-
0: that's like I, what I, that's what that's makes like picking fun. out
1: of the that's I know, but
0: that's Pick what, the worst
1: of the, 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 the that's what makes it fun though. I mean that? it truly is. I, I I don't know. Look, I'll tell you what, I like what I saw from the Giants. And if the Giants want to get serious, I think they've got a defense that's good enough.
0: So we don't want them to win the division, Joe. Oh, we I don't. know. I listen, I don't, right. I don't
1: I who who's who's been advocating for run, the Giants to go 0 16? I have. I am a big proponent of zero and sixteen, but if you're going to do it, then do it, and 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 get destroyed in the in the in the in the first round of the playoffs. And then Someone go, has
0: and then just somebody has to, hard, to win the division, they're, and they're
1: going to win the whole freaking thing. They're no, going to
0: finish no, a 11 No, they're not. They're gonna go, they're I gonna... wouldn't.
1: I also wouldn't rule Washington out because I think when Alex Smith eventually reclaims oh. the starter job there, I think that team might actually. Uh, be able to move the football a little bit better. I think the Eagles stink, dude. Every Eagles fan I talked to is like
0: can you highlight that uh, comment by Jace? Just just look at the comment that he just put in. This well, is what well, the who end doesn't of want the who, who is the shiniest no 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 who is the shiniest turd in the toilet? That's kind of like answering the question. Yeah, what kind of fans are you? That's what I'm trying to say. Here's the thing, about, you know, listen, hold, on. hold on, I'm a realistic fan because oh, if the yeah, Giants no, win the division, fan. what is that going to get me? I know the Giants are not beating Tampa, Seattle, Green Bay, Chicago. I mean, who are, right. are they? And and, and and if they get to the playoffs and they have no shot, and I'm a realistic fan, that does nothing for well, me. Can I, be Giants, can I be realistic? If you want to be a realistic Giants fan, yes, you want them to win the Super Bowl. That's obvious. Of course I want them to win the Super Bowl, but to go seven and nine, or six of 10, win the division, lose, get blown out by 30 points on a home game and wild cards, just so I can watch my Giants and be devastated again, doesn't mean no good,
1: right? If the Giants, right. And then they pick 17th or 18th. What is no thing.
0: I want the Giants to get better for the future because the only way for Daniel Jones to succeed is to fix the line. The line is not fixed. That's maybe getting the kid Penny Sewell out of Oregon, who's the best offensive, play, uh, offensive lineman coming out of the draft. What's to say they can't get a quarterback if they don't think Daniel Jones is the future guy? Because right now I don't know if Daniel Jones is the guy. I truly do not believe he's the guy yet. He's got to show me more. So 112 yards is yeah, oh, not doing games, it for so. me. Next, yeah, next I, and, 10 you, games, and you, you a, can blame yeah. he doesn't have Saquon, he doesn't have the offensive line. Still, you can't no in a game. So you gotta find a way to win. In, in, in today's game where you're it's a passing league. I got, mean, maybe you can blame uh, three new coaches in three years and all the different offenses. It teams. is what it, here's the thing, guys. No matter what we want to say about the NFC East. There's going to be a winner and there's going to be somebody in the playoffs this year. Six wins. We don't know. I don't even think somebody's going to get six. Yes, wins. they will. I, I mean, close. I mean, j- give me some sort of positivity that you could see in the next 10 weeks from any of these four teams that makes you believe there's going to be a team the that's e- going to win four or five games. E- Eagles will beat everyone in the division. That's why. They'll beat Washington again. They'll probably beat the Giants twice because the Giants, for some godforsaken reason, can't beat the Eagles. We're, we're, we've are no, lost can't. nine of the last 11 games against the Eagles. The best playmaker in this division right now is a rookie, and he's on the Dallas Cowboys. His name is C.D. Lamb. I believe he is the best offensive weapon in this entire division right now. If we know who the better than Zeke Call me crazy better than Terry McLaurin and give me somebody on the Eagles. I'll take CeeDee Lamb. He's been their most consistent player. Amari Cooper's two up and down. CeeDee Lamb is a star in the making for this team. And but well, maybe they should have went in a different direction, knowing knowing also it could come back to haunt them because of all, look at that offensive line. Well, Tyron Smith's gone, could be probably done after this season. Travis Frederick retired. Zach Martin's dealing with injuries. Leo Collins is dealing with injury. I know you got a nice, it's like what the Giants did in the said, hold, hold on. You, you heard what Choice said last night, right? Please hold on. With Jack's hold contract. On. Okay. How does that affect? This kind of reminds me of the, of the Jerry Reese taking Beckham over an Aaron Donald. Now, we didn't know Donald was going to be the best player in maybe the league, but we took the shiny toy and Beckham. Oh, we get a weapon for Eli. That's good. We got a weapon for Dak. CeeDee Lamb's been amazing. But now that you look at that line and you look at the struggles, and now they're dealing with a lot of injuries. Hey, eh, you come back. Yeah, but they've drafted offensive the linemen I mean, every year. They drafted kind of, and look, out of Texas. and look how it's panned out for them. Yeah, they didn't expect beautiful. Tyron Smith to get hurt. They didn't expect Leo Collins to get hurt. He didn't But it's Zachary. an offense that already has a great running back, has solid tight ends, and now a good receiving court. Why did you need to go get another one? I know that's your I offer. Gotta now you've got to go pay Dak, too. Why did you not go build the offensive line? Offensive line is very important in the NFL, no matter what some people because want to their say. Because the offensive line wasn't their problem. The off- the problem it was, was declining. It was though. their defense. It, was, it declining. was their defense. Going into this league, I, mean, look, I told you beforehand. I thought Dallas's defense was going to be superb. You looked at their front set with Dottari Poe, with Gerald McCoy, with Everson Griffin, with Alden Smith. You had Vander Esch and, and Jalen Smith. You look at that front seven, you're like... That's a solid seven, bro. That that's a defense that's going to come at you. Even though their secondary is weak, they can make plays. Their defense have been atrocious. That's what's got to be the most embarrassing thing as a Dallas fan is how weak and poor their defense has played. That's what has killed me because if you're giving up forty points a game, I don't care what your defense does. Dak was leading the league in passing, and we're scoring thirty-four points a game. If you're giving up forty, that's. I mean, Joe, it, lo- it looked nice to have a CeeDee Lamb come to- when it was draft night. We all thought it was, oh, man, Dallas, Whew, that offense that's- is going to be deadly. Now you look back, I know Dak's out, but still, that offense has major issues going on. Mike McCarthy could be a questionable hire hey, as of right now. That's like, here's the thing, that's Kansas City. But you know what, Kansas City, they don't take CeeDee Lamb in the first round. They find a CeeDee Lamb in the second, third, and fourth round. but they- you also see how many receivers the Eagles have missed on? Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. The, 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 the opportunity. Yeah, but we talked about the Chiefs. Justin Jefferson yeah, was right we, there We the both bo- said we both had the Eagles taking a receiver. Yeah. And they did not take did and, They and took the long guy. And here's the other thing. They took Jalen Hurts. Listen, I like Jalen Hurts. He wasn't the right pick at the right time. No. Take another weapon for your – grab an it offensive line and grab a defensive player. Let Jalen Hurts sit. Let someone else grab him. Because if you have Carson Wentz you signed him to a five-year, $100 million deal, and I know it's more than $100 million – then you don't need another quarterback. You don't even draft a quarterback in the first two rounds. You draft them in the fourth, fifth round, and you let them sit because there's no problem with that. So we both- If you're drafting a quarterback in the first two rounds, there has to be some type of expectation that you're going to use him in some facet of the game or he's going to start. So we have both the Eagles and you have the Giants as the best team in the NFC currently, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, currently as constructed based on results and, and based on promise. Now, listen. The the Giants have to open up this offense more. They, I need to see more of Daniel Jones make a place. dude. That that toss he made to Slayton, Danny Dimes, let this guy throw the. It, 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 again, look at. It seems to me that the Giants' game plan is to not lose. Like th- that's the game well, plan going in. Is like how, let's not true. lose this football game. That's, that's not true. how you that's win games. No, I, I've been saying from day one, Trevor. And I, and I say this to you, okay? Watson. I want to see the Giants get better. And the only way you're going to get better is by opening things up. I've been saying this for yeah. two years now. We'll hang out. Yeah. Open it up. Let this kid do some stuff. Yep. See what works. See what doesn't. Let him start clicking with people. They should throw caution to the wind on offense. And Use just offense go for it. Strength. His strengths, you know, he can move in the pocket. You know, he has mobility. So play up to this guy's abilities, and and it'll allow them to again have drives like they had in the third quarter.
0: No, a hundred. Joe, I one hundred percent agree. If we know the Jets are the worst team, who's the best team in football? I know that wasn't a question, but if if you right now, if you gotta pick me, the best team in football is it's a tie between an AFC and an NFC. I would go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I would go with a team that we're about to talk about in just a brief second, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And might as well. Let's go right into that if you want to. I would agree with both teams. You you the, only, those ske- two? the only skepticism I have with Tampa is their offensive line. Okay. But they have the weapons on the outside. Yo, who, they have the running back who and who they have you? pick. And they have the defense. And I love the Steelers right now. Who would you pick?
1: I Still got Green Bay. Okay. I, I still think I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I still don't, I, don't I don't think, don't think it's likely I think Green Bay probably finishes a game ahead, 13 and 3, 12 and 4. I think Tampa's right behind him. I think Tampa ends up going through Green Bay, though. All I don't right. think it's going to be the other I way mean, around.
0: It would be between, and I agree with Razor. You can't I mean, I'm not knocking no, KC. KC. KC, well, KC at all. KC, but Steelers might have, have scarier now with the ability to run the football the way they ran last night with Hilaire and now with I'm Laker not worried Bounds, about that that's against the, the Steelers. Steelers. That's gonna be uh, the Browns were the best running team, and the Steelers. Yeah. A hurt and honor. I think the Steelers are legit. I think they're going to be right the there. That and the Tampa Bay win this week and really gave me fruition of what the two wish? best teams are. And because they both dominated, they both Tampa Bay took it to Green Bay, and, here, and so did the Steelers. I wanted to Browns. say this. I know the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. The second worst team in the NFL right now is the Minnesota Vikings. To me, they they don't they don't even show effort. At least the Giants have shown effort. They've lost but they have shown effort. The Washington, I, the Titans are really good too. If I had to put the teams, that's how it would go. Let's go through to my question though. The NFC. We got to see one of the undefeateds, Green Bay, hot Green Aaron Rodgers looks like Aaron Rodgers with 2010 looking like he's on a, a mission to prove everybody wrong, goes into Tampa and boy, oh boy, Joe, you lost another bet to the Keys brothers this time by Ted. So I am off. I'm finally not betting you. There was a handshake, Joe. Yeah, there was an agreement too, and it was a 4 <laughs> That touch. Was for pizza, Joe. You should probably give two pizzas because of how no. bad they lost. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Here's my thing. The reason why I'll go with Tampa to run through the NFC is because they are the most complete team. They have Tom Brady. They got a great weaponry of, of weapons on that offense. Ronald Jones. Once Fournette comes back too, you got Mike Evans, you got Gronk, who finally got his first touchdown with Brady. Okay. Godwin as well, finally, he's coming back Kim healthy. Brady. But that defense, and that defense is what is going to be the main reason why they are going to be everything's going to be running through Tampa. Seattle has the best quarterback right now in the NFC. But their defense is so. Bad. But their defense is god-awful that you have no trust in them. Green Bay, you would say Green Bay second because Rodgers is playing out of mind and they still have a good defense plus the good running back a running game and good weapons around that offense. But Tampa Bay, the way that defense is aggressive, they get after the quarterback. They got a great secondary and their linebacking crew is just as good as any linebacking crew in the NFL. Speaking of linebackers, the reason the Steelers could be in trouble, they just lost one of their best players for the year, a massive loss, and one of my favorite players, Devin Bush, is out for the year with a torn ACL. But I think the NFC runs through Tampa. Because I don't see anybody else. I don't see any NFC East team. Well, they have two losses. The Bears are 5-1. But how serious do we take Nick Foles and that Bears team? Green Bay, Seattle is really good, but their defense is horrible. Give me somebody else. And the Saints, I just don't trust the Saints anymore. So if I had to pick it, would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It would t- be the number one team in the NFC. I'll tell you one thing. You know what kills me as a Giant fan is watching JPP. Huh. to do, do, cause, ass. cause destruction he's on ca- the football kicking ass, man. Good yeah, for you I mean, You think about it, So you have your bookend with JPP, and Shaq Barrett. You got Dominic Sue in the middle. They j- Now, they just lost one of their best run stoppers, it, it it bad, player, yeah. which was a huge loss. People don't get that. Yep. But the 350-pound man out of Washington was a huge building block in the center. The, now, what do the Tampa Bay do? They call up the Jets and say, hey, we'll take your team captain, Sean McClendon, the D tackle who's played really well for the Jets this season. So he'll be a step that, this is all about winning. Now they have the team to do it. They have Adams and Wagner, but they're still giving up 470 yards in the, on the defense. How are you going to tell me that they have, jo- I know they got stars who gives a who they're not. the. Okay. Go on. Go on. Go See, on. the problem is with Russell I, I, Wilson. You never feel, you never feel like you're out of the game and he's such are a, are you taking Brady or Russell Wilson?
1: one game russell russell wilson dude right now are you insane are you i mean not for nothing not for nothing tom brady two weeks ago didn't know how many what down it was are you kidding me This, this isn't this isn't hold on this isn't tom brady 2000 to 2015 Get this out of your head. We I had to bang this out of you, Trevor, when we talked about Buster Posey and Gary Sanchez a couple years ago. You 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 couldn't remember that it wasn't 2014 anymore; that it was 2018, 2019, 2020. Posey's out of the are out of the conversation. Tom Brady. Brady's my fantasy quarterback in two different leagues. Believe you me, he's you nothing special he totally anymore he's nothing special anymore he's the Don't weak think that, that way offense.
0: he's the dude weak on that offense Joe, Joe you know what this is Joe and I'm gonna make a perfect example and I know you're gonna agree with me and I'm gonna steal from, <laughs> I'm gonna steal it from Colin Collard. but do you know what this is? This is the Denver Broncos in the Peyton Manning era. Where oh, the D- see, Peyton no, no, was no, no, really no, bad be, that no, year. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Even, even Peyton was really bad that year. But, no, but, even but the, he knew what down it
1: was every time. He got benched that no, year by, the, by, but with year, Osweiler.
0: Listen, Reggie's not got got benched. That, Not that year. Not the year where he couldn't throw the ball five years. That's the year when they before, won the Super Bowl. I'm not talking about the year they won the Super Bowl. The year they lost the Super Bowl, where he has all the weapons and they had Emmanuel Sanders and Demaryius Thomas. Wait, the year they won the Super Bowl, you remember what he did? Yes, he broke a freaking record. Every freaking major record. But he didn't go over to that bad. I'm telling you. It, it, no, that was his first year. Yeah, then there was In 2015. He only made it to two Super Bowls with them. He lost to Seattle and then won it with Denver. That's uh, went against Carolina. What's it that? It's a combo of that. Don't though. tell me. I don't. I know, but this. it was shut don't up. Tell me. This. this is a combo thing because Brady's arm is not is what it was, okay? But he's so savvy and smart like Peyton Manning was that he can manipulate defenses, and when you have, like, a Demarius Thomas and Manuel Sanders that Peyton Manning had, and Julius Thomas at tight end, where it's, like, Gronk and Cameron Bray, and you know what's really impressive? Ronald Jones' running ability, it sets up everything yeah, for them. He's Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and they haven't really been healthy either. No. Chris Godwin's been through multiple weeks. Evans is dealing with a hamstring. Once that offense starts clicking, that defense has played so good since week 12 last year, they have great linebackers that can run. Cylon they have pastures and their secondary is getting better. Joe, what do you want to say? Joe's
1: waiting. Russell is also savvy like that, like oh, Brady. Yeah. But, but he can still make the throws run. and he can run. So I they, mean, it's, they it's they not, not even rel- close, they have, kiddo.
0: They have to rely so much on Russell to be perfect because of how bad that defense is, where Brady doesn't have to be nearly as flawless. Think about it. Because of the way that defense has played throughout this entire season. They're nasty. They get out. They do all the right things on defense. Whereas Seattle, they give up everything. They just, here you go, free touchdowns, touchdowns after touchdowns, it's like watching Dallas. I still think they have to play so heavily on Russell Wilson that I, I love Russell Wilson. He's one of the top two or maybe the best quarterback in the league, but he can't do it all by himself. Whereas a, Brady could have an off day, but still win because of how great the defense I want to give you a stat, though. Going into that game, all, Green Bay had the best offensive line pass protection by PFF in all football season. You know who had the best pass rush in football? Tampa Bay Bucks. And it showed, and Todd Bowles is the difference maker. He might it, get another head coach. Him as the defensive queen coordinator for this Tampa Bay team is a tone setter. Yeah. Russell Wilson, I'll take Russell Wilson probably over everyone in the league right now, and it's not even close. That's how I truly feel about Russell Wilson this year. He's so good and can put 30 on anyone. But if your yeah, defense is giving can't. up but 400 giving yards up, passing, if they're giving up 34, guess what? You lose. I, I don't, don't care, care how many they points he lost a week before. He'll score
1: 35.
0: They should, they, they should have lost to Minnesota if if Zimmer just kicks the field goal. We've seen that two weeks in a row. Romeo Cornell just kicked the extra point and go up eight. Instead of going for two and winning by nine, you lose. The Titans come down, kicks the extra point, and win the game. And then the week before, you'd think these coaches would well, yeah, just I, go up by eight because you can't lose. You can't lose if you go up by, and you're the road team. Both coaches did it in back and it both backfired on both teams. And both teams are garbage. Houston sucks. And so does freaking Minnesota. And Seattle almost lost to them. And, and Titans almost lost to them. So it just shows that some of these coaches outthink themselves. Right, Rister, hold on. What did Mahomes do against the Niners? The Niners were top. Yeah, my point is that. Their defense was amazing. I get that, but still, Russell Wilson has to do 999 percent. Tr- I mean, for God's sake,s like you just said, Ted, if Minnesota doesn't just go for the field goal, Russell Wilson has to go do it by himself. It's just Minnesota. Either not way, a good I don't team. know if it runs through Tampa. The question you asked me when I even get to the point is, I don't know if it runs. I still think it runs to Green Bay, Tampa, and Seattle, and that's not an answer, but that's a three way race. Because the body, never gives Tampa, a straight answer well, because Tampa has two losses and Seattle's undefeated and bush. Green Bay has one loss so Tampa has the the bridge over Green Bay but if they still have one less loss than Tampa Bay they're going to be the two seed the one seed gets to buy so that changes everything. And I think Tampa understands what the buy would mean to, for them. And I think everyone does because this year only having the number one sitting in the buy, not the one. Well, you know where the Super Bowl is. You know where everything is. And was. the game, the Super Bowl is in Tampa. So could this be the year where the first ever NFL team Brady's plays gonna stop. I'm telling you, Brady's going to stick it. Brady's going to stick it to the NFL and be like, Yep, yeah, New England, see you later. You got rid of me. I'm about to go win another Super Bowl telling you, the, the Buccaneers are legit. They are for real. They are nasty. And they have all the weapons. I'm not giving Chicago. And, the, and they uh, have until they on. beat a, a real team hold and on. they play the Packers. Hold on. And they have all the makings to win a Super Bowl. Have all the right ingredients. They have a good coaching staff. They have the quarterback. They have a good running game. They can get that offensive line repaired I, I still. Love the coaches. And then guess what? That defense, we already seen what that defense has did to one of the best offenses in the league coming into that game. They took him to school, took him behind the woodshed and beat him up, Joe.
1: Have you so, looked, at, Tampa, sc- Have you looked at Tampa's yeah. schedule? Yeah, it's tough. It's I not that ahead. tough. I, I, so it's it's Raiders, Giants, Saints, Panthers, Rams, Chiefs, then Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Falcons to close it out. That it's is – It's not a bad that's schedule. That's full- that's four winnable games at the end of the season. For, that's a 4-0 oh finish. Well, they'll beat the Giants. do they navigate through this middle part, I mean, that's, that looks like four wins to close out. The thing that will hurt more dynamic on offense, you know, yeah. and then the Falcons, listen, the Falcons are one
0: of those weird teams where you just don't know what you're going to get. They might give up 50. They might put 50 on you. So you just don't know, and they still have talented players with Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones, and Matt Ryan, and Todd Gurley. I just don't see the NFC running through the Seattle. I don't see that. I, The Bears are really good, too. Sorry, you are right about that, Jace. They did just beat them a week ago. But, but that was on a short team, was, and they didn't have any healthy guys. And Brady We're, forgot. Play a healthy Sunday week off seven days. And Brady days. forgot that there was four downs. Listen, and But other than that, right now for me, I, I put put bucks. I'm sorry. When you beat the team that we all thought maybe was the best team in the NFC coming in, no the Green Bay no Packers pack the beers the and the way one. they wait, put it. Wait, the I don't do understand
1: how, how they beat the, the number one contender, Green Bay. Yeah. They they would still have to beat – I mean, Seattle's still a better team. And I, and I agree with Risser and, 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 and some of the comments here. I think the undefeated team with the best quarterback and probably the MVP of the league. That's fine. In in Russell Wilson, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's got to run through that guy. I, I, Tampa okay. doesn't just it it doesn't run through Tampa because they have a good defense and Tom Brady's there. I'm I'm sorry to say, what I've, I've you seen see from Tom in the last years, year and a half no, doesn't convince me.
0: We said in New England, New England's got a great defense and they have Tom Brady for the last 18 years. Then don't tell, went through New England. Then don't tell me it runs through Seattle because of Russell Wilson. Don't tell me, because what else do you have? What do you have? Russell Wilson. Don't say anything about a defense. Oh, Jamal Adams, and Bobby, I forgot. Forgot that there's 11 players on defense, and those two players? Yeah, Jamal Adams has been dealing with injury this year, so he hasn't even Jamal, been on the field as much. Jamal Adams can't guard the pass. So I please stop can't. telling me about players, because players, you need a full team. That's where people forget about the football concept. You guys just watch football. Have you ever played it? That's what I'm trying to say. It takes a collective t- Joe, I know you did. We got to do some ex- You got that picture of you holding the football? You want me to I'll show you? I go get it. No, we it don't want It was getting
1: poked oh. out. It was oh. getting poked.
0: Was the ball because you're holding the ball like a loaf of bread. Like it tiki. got poked. It got poked. He's holding like tiki.
1: You can't Joe see the guy Joe from behind. Good. You're good. Joe is good. That's what Steve said. You're good, Joe. I look, I'm just saying if Seattle's 5 and 0 and has Russell Wilson uh, un, un, until they're five and two and Tampa's five and two, and we're like, oh, okay. You, now you're making, now you got we'll a
0: point. we set up a poll after us and who you think it is. We'll put it between, we'll set three teams. That's it. Sorry, I'm not putting the Bears up there Seattle, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay. Who's the three teams?
1: <laughs> Joe highlights. Joe is good. I, I'm just curious what he means by that. Yeah, what do you mean Joe by that? Good? You got yourself on the back, Joe. Good natured, good hearted. <laughs> Guessing things, I don't want to see I don't even know what that means, but thank you, Steve, for the compliment. You
0: said you're having a good hair day. That's what he meant. Having a good hair day.
1: Well, I think we can all agree Joe is good then if we're talking hair days.
0: So let's move on from one Florida team to another Florida team. And the big news today, Ted, you had a bold prediction in the beginning of the year, and that bold prediction actually came true because the Miami Dolphins are pulling the trigger. On Tua. And I don't wait for this because, man, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Tua. I want Tua to be great. I want Tua to – and that was after the game, soaking it all in because he knows it's go time. The future of Miami lies on the left shoulder of Tua Tagovailoa, And you got Justin Herbert, who's played out of his mind so far this year. Joe Burrow has played really good. Tua, now it's your time. And we've been waiting for this for a long time. This Tua tank for Tua, it's been going. My Dolphin fans, I know you've been waiting for it, but Joe Ted predicted week six they'd be three and three. Tua would be starting. Well, it's That's after week after week six, and guess what? They're three and three, and Tua Tagovailoa will now be the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. So Ted. Bravo to you on your bold prediction, and I also- Joe. You need to start making some damn good predictions, because me and Ted are making all the predictions. You're gonna, you might have to get cut off a little, because no more bets, no more talk about Gary Sanchez with you. We're done. It's over with. I know he's gonna. No, get my it. bold he's prediction because he's I couldn't. He's, he's just waiting to talk to Gary you. To, Come on, Ted. You never have a bold. And I said, you know what? The offense will be 3-3 three three going into the bye week. Two will start after week six. So it'll be a perfect thing. You set it up perfectly, and I said they'll win and go to the playoffs as the seven
1: seed and finish 9-7. and seven. You ready for my bold prediction this week? No, it's not. A the rest of the year. Fitzpatrick's getting traded to the 49ers. What? No, they're not going to trade, trade him. They're not going to trade him. Joe!
0: Joe! Fitzpatrick
1: is getting moved. Matt Robertson. Guarantee you it. You want to bet right now? This week, my friend. Why do you say that, Joe? Uh, he's so so. Real quick, right? Seventh in total QBR. They had a forty-seven point uh, differential. Sixth best in the league with him as quarterback. There, there. I mean, you think two gonna do what? Take this team to the playoffs? The power, no, of Tua, baby, not happening. They have a much better chance with Fitz, with Fitzpatrick. Uh, by the way, who's who's the seventh best guy in fantasy? Um, so uh, the best quarterback in fantasy, take a look at the numbers. There's a reason that they're going with Tua. The Dolphins know they're not going anywhere and I believe that they're, they're, they've got to probably have something in the works to, uh, to move Fitzpatrick to somebody who's in need of a quarterback.
0: I think you have to hold on to Fitz just in case Tua has any injury things or 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 you get shell
1: shocked He probably will. I think, dude, look at if you're gonna throw this kid in the starting lineup, he's gonna get shell shocked because uh, this is the NFL. It Didn't happen to Herbert Burrow, and I'm and I'm only you. It, those- it will, it will, dude, I mean, dude. Let me ask you a question. You think Herbert is just gonna keep reeling him off, or you think that at some point he's gonna have one of those games like even the great Aaron Rodgers had yesterday? Dude, it happens. Done. Guys get humbled. You're oh, no- throwing. They've decided six games in that two is that two is the guy. The future is now. And they think that because I don't think they think they can win the division and they don't think they're going to make the playoffs.
0: I think it was smart, though, to get them in at that two minute mark, at least have them complete a pass, get into the game, see the field a little bit, just, you know, get a little taste. I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised that with the way that the Dolphins have been playing the past couple weeks now, I know they've, I know that, I mean, San Fran. Comes back with a big win against the Rams on Sunday night, but they beat up in San Fran and then they play the Jets. Anybody should be beating the Jets with the way that team is. But I'm kind of surprised. They're 500 right now. They're right in the thick of things in that AFC wild card round, even in the division. They're only a game back in the division now. They're second place. So I'm kind of surprised that they're going to, but I don't, I have no issue with it. I mean, Fitzpatrick didn't deserve anything to lose the job, but I understand what you're trying to say. Oh, that's time. I know. Your future is to uh, weeks. That's what I'm saying. saying. You got the bye week as an extra week of preparation, which is perfect. So he's going to get two weeks to prepare for the next game. They're a very well coached team. They'll be good. They'll be competitive down the road. Listen, the Chargers have lost games, but it's not because of Herbert's lack of play. And just like the Bengals, the no, Bengals that's, co- getting, that's coaching. But that's just be- the guys have played well. Yeah. And it takes time as a rookie. Joe said it you're gonna get shell shock. You're gonna have bad games. Even the best, even look at Aaron Rodgers, the guy who was playing at an all time high, probably his best level. So they're on bye well, this week. What? Do you know who they call do you know who he comes back with? Who? He plays the Jets. You know he plays, oh, no, the-, he plays the Broncos? But he plays the Jets like in back-to-back weeks. I think weeks. they play the Jets in back-to-back weeks, I believe. If anybody's – watching, I think the Jets – I think Dolphins played the Jets last week, they did, and then they played the Jets. Ted, look at that. But, Joe, would you have pulled the trigger
1: on Tua? Or would no, you have their won- next game's the Rams. The Rams – oh, okay. So, oh, good luck You're playing Aaron Donalds. That's the first it. game. Well, there you go. So, look. They, 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 hold on. They They feel good enough about turning the reins over to Tua right mm-hmm. with 10 games to go makes sense did
0: you think too, Did you think Fitzpatrick with the way he's playing and they're three and three they're still in the thick of things did you think they should have I know that they want to get will we'll get going because if he's 100%
1: but he's ready to but here's the th- they're not in the thick of things they're they're I understand they're three and three they they I don't think the Dolphins are running it's sort of like what we were saying with the Giants what, what do you want to do here go seven and nine wouldn't you rather throw two into the fire? Hell, look, if the kid gets hot and takes it to the playoffs, then then God bless him, he's the guy and, and all your problems are solved in Miami. But
0: then you still have two first round picks.
1: Let's say he goes five and five, they finish eight and eight. That's perfect. That that's you you see some growth. He has some good games, he has some bad games. You get a better idea of what where, where your offense stands in general. They got a lot of young guys on that offense. You want to see who clicks, who doesn't. Because here's his
0: next five games. He's got the Rams at home, which is nice, so he's home. Then he's at the Cardinals, winnable game, home against the Chargers, which should be a good, fun game, Herbert versus Tua. That's 11 Hey, Jace
1: just pointed out, too, not just uh, Aaron Dan Yeah, the Rams, (laughs) yeah. Then
0: Then he goes against the Broncos, and then he plays the Jets. So I'm looking at that next five games. That's three winnable games out of five. I like it that he's going against a team like the Rams. A true test. You get, you're you playing against the best defensive player in football right now, and a, a guy that could be seriously in consideration for MVP <laughs> votes this year. You're playing against a really good defense, and I'm excited to see that with, the, with Tua, and I want to see what he's made I of. I mean, they got a tough schedule, but, I mean, they still play the Bengals. Then they got the Chiefs, which will probably be a loss. They play the Patriots. You never know. And then the Raiders and Bills to finish off the season. So Joe, you're probably right. They're probably more likely at seven and nine than nine and seven. But that's still good. You get them to work. You find still out they a real deal. Still might get you in the play. And you're gonna have two first round picks between that their pick and the Houston's
1: pick. I think more likely Fitzpatrick takes them to eight and eight or nine and seven, and they do make the postseason. But I think two is your future. Hey, you got to well, find out. Uh, uh, Ted, a million percent. I'm I'm fine with this move, but you're not you're not you're not just going to have Fitzpatrick sit there and, and mentor him for the next 10 games. Oh, yeah, you well, there's yeah. clearly there's there's something to gain by by taking Fitzpatrick out of the starting lineup, getting to an end. But it would be stupid to not move him when there's teams clearly out there who need a quarterback.
0: But no one went after Eli Manning last year when Eli was never going to
1: get the well, job. Eli out. Manning sucked. Let's be honest. His skills had deteriorated too. to the point of Fitzpatrick nothing. Sucked.
0: Fitzpatrick throws three touchdowns in one game, the next day, Joe, he throws my, five, Joe, my question, five picks. He's like the only quarterback that to five touchdowns Joe, a game and no picks, and then five question interceptions to you, and no who picks. Who would trade for Fitzpatrick? Playoff caliber. Somebody team. said Not Dallas. Not a bad team. Not a, Somebody said Dallas. I think Dallas is a
1: possibility. I certainly think the 49ers should consider it. There, there's definitely teams. Yeah, Jimmy, G. And, G
0: better, Jimmy G is better than Fitzpatrick. I, listen, I, I understand Fitzpatrick can put all
1: the fans. He's back banged course. up and he hasn't played well, so I don't know. Will, I mean, will, maybe will, if Fitzpatrick you, had, had nice. maybe if Fitzpatrick had some weapons around him, maybe he could, maybe he would play better. Well, maybe they don't true. want him to throw the ball. I mean, I, I think it's, it would be the same offense. I it's not like Fitz, Fitzpatrick's can. not going to San Francisco and throwing 50 times a game. That's not what the that's he's a smart guy. We we talk about him being a Harvard guy. If they tell him, look, get the ball to these running backs, get get these slant routes, get some drives going, let's eat some clock. He could do that. Fitzpatrick's not going there to throw 40, 50 times a game. He would do exactly what Garoppolo does, but because he's a smarter person. He could limit the mistakes.
0: Let me put it this way. If the, if the 49ers are trading for anyone, they're going to go trade for Matt Ryan, who played with Kyle Shanahan, who led him to the Super Bowl. And Assuming the
1: Falcons are willing to move him there.
0: And, and the Falcons are probably going to do that eventually, by this season or next season. The problem is, is his contract and the money. And that's a problem with a lot of these veteran quarterbacks. They have big money at the end of their, at their end of their deals because Atlanta is rebuilding. They're moving on to the next year. They want a young quarterback. They want the future. They might draft one next year and hold on to him and do what they did: trade Matt Ryan and and have the young kids
1: start at the end of the middle of the season. But that's what would do. A Viola we'll would have to play like. Put it to you like this: If Fitzpatrick comes comes if if they keep Fitz, and I'm telling you, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. But but let's pretend this happens, and they start Tua, and he has the Nathan Peterman six interception game. Jace, I'll play along with you for a minute, ready? And then let's say the week after that, it's another disaster, and they're like, "Hey, gosh, at, at what point do you think they bench Tua and put in Fitzpatrick? Three then games, it, four then games? It, then it gets so real. you're telling me, let's say Tua gets into four NFL games, and he's a total disaster. Well, guess what? I bet you the off-season Tua gets waived by the team. So your scenario is very unlikely, as is the one I just suggested, where Tua gets cut at the end of the season. Stop that nonsense. They're not going to put Tua in for eight games and then be like, "Well, no, this isn't going well." Let's have f-. that. That's not. That's not what they're doing. Yeah. The only. And way- why would the only- you? Why would you do that to a young quarterback? Here's the reins to my team. Nope, never mind. Let's go grab that 38-year-old pick machine. He'll no way. It doesn't Come on, happen. guys. It doesn't, it doesn't I don't happen. mean you two. I mean the knuckleheads in the chat room. Guys, the, the think about this from a business standpoint. If you can get if you could get a sixth round pick for Fitzpatrick, that might be one more guy you could throw on the roster next season in, in a draft. It's an 40, asset that would only help Tua else? in the future. So why would you keep Fitzpatrick for what? To teach Tua what? How to run out of the pocket? He doesn't do that. How to what? Throw interceptions? I don't need someone to teach Tua that. He already knows how to do it. There's nothing to gain by keeping Fitzpatrick. They're not going to be in contention unless Tua goes on a on a 9-1 run. And stop it because he's not. Maybe the Jets will trade for Fitzpatrick. Maybe you never know. Why not make a maybe run the, for it here? The They've got all the time in the world. <laughs> maybe, maybe, the, hey, maybe the golf is Hold good. on. Wouldn't you, you ball like ball. to see? Wouldn't you like to see the Jets acquire Fitzpatrick and then just wave him a couple weeks later? You oh, already played there. I don't need to bring it back.
0: I don't need to bring yeah, he back. Didn't play there. For they already played there. He's played for a to everyone.
1: Yeah. Yes. I think it's a disaster. I don't want to even discuss. Gary Sanchez. Just go oh get Gary Sanchez. Stop. There's a pick machine. I'm listen. I'm sure the 49ers would love to get Matt Ryan. I'm just not sure that Matt Ryan uh, and the Falcons have any interest. Also, I think that the general manager, uh, as well as the owner of the Falcons are delusional loon moons. Have you read anything they've said no, in the, the last week or, me or me so? You off, you off no, I know. Off. I know. But in his heart of hearts. He thinks they can turn it around. So you think he's going to trade Matt Ryan? Yeah, because they know they're... No. Matt Ryan doesn't give them the best chance to win it. Because they were, so, to Joe, be- no, I, look, I, I agree with you. I don't think he knows that. This is what happens when ready you ready have a, a Jerry Jones type trying to run your team.
0: Joe, you? Joe, they were talking about trading Julio. Now, I don't think it would happen because those are your two, like, icon key players that you've known for the last 10 years of your franchise. But if you're going to go rebuild... You go trade Julio, you go get first-round picks for him. And who needs a star receiver? New England could use a star receiver. But you're him. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, that's what I'm looking a at. team like Buffalo can use another. What about, here's a perfect team. What about the Steelers? Because they don't have a number one. They don't have a number one receiver. I think Claypool's, emir- I think Claypool's emerging as their number one. But imagine really having Hul- Imagine Julio. He's, he's been lights out. He's been a great pickup for them. I mean, Deontay Johnson's been dealing Listen, with are Listen, still- when you're going for the championship, you go all in. Because the Kansas City Chiefs didn't need freaking Le'Veon Bell. <sighs> oh. But it's called. What oh. is it called? What's it called, bro? What's it called? Cherry on top. They about. got cojones. They got cojones. No, it's called, for, top, the no the it's, it's called cherry on top. They're going for the jugular. They're going for the jugular. It's not It's called cherry on top. They're going for the jugular. They want to put what's it what's out it, for the Joe? rest what's, of the what's of it NFL? like, the riches or something? When you're already you're just the riches? When they're rich, getting the, the rich, rich, rich getting gets, richer. richer. That's not it, Whatever. The there's It sounded good. Let's get into, let's shift over to the gridiron, or the diamond, I should say. We've been talking so much football. It's just, it's good conversation. I don't know. I get excited. So back when we did this show, we were going to be thinking the complete opposite of a World Series. We were thinking maybe the Rays versus the Braves. Well, there was one collapse, and it was once again an Atlanta team. The Atlanta Braves blow, blow, blow a 3-1 lead, and now we are here. Great game seven, by the way. I really enjoyed that. Bellinger hit a bomb. It was just all around. Mookie Betts is nasty. It's just not, I'm not getting into that. That's another day. But this is... Coming into this game tonight, this is the matchup, I feel, other than the Yankees and Dodgers, that we all predicted would happen coming into this playoffs. These were the two best teams the entire season. From top to bottom, throughout the entire 60-game schedule, bam, these were 1-2. Am I, am I wrong about that? Other than the Yankees, these would be the top two teams. This- and it has the highest winning percentage going into a World Series since, like, 1916. So, at 649, I believe it was, and between we all, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Dodgers, you don't usually see the two best teams in baseball in no, the World Series. No, you don't. They did this year. They have been the best team. The Dodgers are the best complete team. You look at that lineup. They said the other night. Yeah, the Braves were stacked at the top one through four. But you go through this Dodger lineup, one through nine, stacked lineup. You bring in well, the last couple of years you've seen in baseball that the best teams, I mean, other than the Yankees, minus the Yankees, when you had the Astros against the Dodgers, those were two of the best teams. Red Sox, Dodgers, two of the best teams. Last year's the Nationals just got Listen, hot. This is an ideal matchup for baseball. You have the best yes. pitching staff versus the best hitting team. Or from one to nine, complete hitting team. You can make arguments for other teams in baseball, but- Did you the see Dodgers- that photo I sent you? I posted on Keys to the Cities group. I posted a picture of the contracts of Clayton Kershaw and Mookie Betts amount to $26 million. The raised b- overall salary amounts to $28 million. So it's like, this is beanball again. This is moneyball. This is the big guys versus the little guys for a chance at a championship and we thought the last time we saw Clayton Kershaw might have been the last time he could have been pitching for the Dodgers or if he wanted to retire who knows but he gets another opportunity in game 1 against Tampa Bay Rays best pitcher Glasnow Joe I'm going to ask you both Tampa Bay Rays win if they're pitching in bullpen and they're and they're and they're two out hitting what they did throughout the playoffs what they did in the first round what they did against the Yankees what they did against Houston Listen, when they were winning, it was clutch hitting, and then there was starting pitching, and then lights out bullpen. And that's how you win these games. It's plain and simple. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, you worry about their bullpen. That's the only well, we'll thing you worry that. about. I'll get into that in a second. And you worry about to... Kershaw and how he'll perform. If Kershaw can perform away, but the Rays will win if they do what they've done all season. Don't you Clutch say hitting, starting pitching, and bullpen, and they play great defense. They don't beat themselves. And mm-hmm. that's a key. And if you don't beat yourselves, you're in the game 99% of the time. They're you're good at the fundamentals. Not, you're going to really win. With fundamental and I trust their coaches have, and nothing is out of the sort for them with openers and closers and, and double switches and everything else to do because they're the analytic team. And the analytics are working for them, whereas analytics don't work for other because teams. Because they find the right personnel yeah. to match their analytics.
1: Joseph, the Rays well, win will be the chance if. Ted said everything I was going to say. So. I apologize. I no, 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 good, brother. The only – I think the only the only uh, caveat I would add, I, I mean, again, you pretty much nailed it, what, what Tampa needs to do to win. I, You got to keep the Dodgers in the ballpark. Yeah, because they're that, – the that's, that's what's, that's what's going to hurt you.
0: With the Yankees ma- is this like very similar with the Yankees matchup because of the offenses? Like you have to keep – when we always said the Yankees would win if the long ball was working for them and if the Rays kept them. Is that how you feel with this – World Series
1: as well. I think the plan for the Dodgers is to, you know, try to get seven innings out of your starters and then turn it over to your bullpen like more conventionally than than how other teams do it and hit the ball out of the ballpark. So it's a little bit of Yankees, it's a little bit of Rays what they're doing. Um mm-hmm. but but at the end of the day, I mean the Dodgers are gonna have to outscore The Tampa Rays somehow. The Rays do a great job of hitting home runs themselves, but as we've seen, they can scratch runs across.
0: What's surprising, though, is the home runs in the uh, NLCS in Texas. Texas, I know it was only one season, six games. But I know that. I know that. With fans, which is also awesome, too. What I was going to say is, though, they had the lowest rate for home runs in a ballpark out of all the stadiums this season. Interesting. So, you know, we did see home runs. At a, at a good pace in the NLCS, how will that factor in, in the ALS uh, in the world series? Joe, now I'll start with you because Ted, what, Joe, the Dodgers are champs. If,
1: if they hit the long ball, I think the, was, the key, I think, I the, think the biggest key is going to be what the Dodgers do against Tampa's bullpen, because you're going to see a lot of it. Despite glass, now Snell and Morton, I don't think you're going to see any of those guys past the fifth inning, and and I really? and I think yeah, I know it sucks. I look, dude. I think I can see glass no, Listen, seven. It, 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 I think they want to keep it to those three starters if they can, and you do that by limiting their innings, and you can limit their innings because your bullpen is unbelievable. As long as the bullpen goes out and doesn't get touched up. A walk, a home run, there's two runs. Now you're, you know what I mean? If, if, if Tampa, if Tampa can't shut it down, cause it's gonna be a lot of bullpen. You know, it's gonna be a lot of bullpen. That's where it's gonna be. And again, you're gonna see the Dodgers, much like the Yankees, when you get these 98 mile an hour guys, you're swinging for the fences.
0: When the the Rays were winning, just like the past two series, when, look when they lost to the Yankees, the Yankees' long ball was working, lost to the Astros, Astros' long ball was working. Perfect, perfect job. I mean, literally, if they can keep the Dodgers, they've been through it so far in this postseason. The Rays, they went against the Yankees and the Astros, two of the best offenses in all of baseball. They're going against probably the best now for a chance to win a championship. They, they, when they sh- dominate, they dominate. They shut down those offenses, but when they have off nights, as you've seen in the in the past, they've lost these games because of the long ball. So, if the Dodgers, plain and simple, they got to get after them. They got to get after them early. I, I could see because of the factor. That that bullpen is their glaring weakness.
1: There was a stat I saw just before the Yankees got eliminated, so I I'm not sure where it stands now. But teams that had out homered the other were 18 and 0 in the postseason. That was like four or five games ago. I don't know if that still stands. But again, I think you see the overwhelming majority. Let's say the oh, last five we were all lost.
0: Game seven the other night in the Dodgers game, they out-homered them, so that was another win. So there you go. What the other, but what I'm gonna say is, and I'm gonna add a little bit to the Dodgers. You said that for them to win the World Series and is use their experience to their advantage. They've been like here it. before like three it. years in a row, either at the Something's NL- got to At right. the NLCS or World Series. So the, the 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 magnitude of the moment won't bother these guys. And I wonder how Tampa, a young Team who hasn't been here since what 2008 was the last time against the Phillies and yeah, lost so. to, so it's been some time since they've been here. How does that play into a factor? Because experience does play a factor. feel like they're... Dave Roberts being in the position yeah. year after year, knowing when to pull guys, when to use guys, how to maneuver guys, is it is is. Is big. You know, this ain't a regular season or a regular – this is the World Series. Everything is that much higher in a magnitude. So can the Reds – um, excuse me, the Red Sox. Can the Dodgers use their experience? You know, Mookie Betts being in the World Series, being a champion, telling these guys – because
1: I can you see know the, the Rays the
0: the are going to be juiced up tonight. They're going to be ready to rock. Are the Dodgers going to be nice, smooth, and relaxed, ready to go? Is the moment not going to be too big for – because a lot of those guys – Have been here. They played in this moment. So understanding and appreciating the moment can be be a determination because that might not be a whole series, but that could be one game, and one game could be the series. Here's the thing, to answer your question. They've dealt with pressure. They had to go through game five against the Yankees, a do-or-die game. They went to hold on, hold on. They went to game seven, knowing they were up 3-0 at the time, and they won both. So I don't think the pressure is going to get to this team right now. I know it's the World Series and this franchise hasn't been there since 2000, since the last decade. I understand that. But this team has gone through the pressures of this, of this postseason, this different type of postseason where they've had leads, they've had tie games, they've had game fives, they have game sevens, do or die games, and they've overcome and they have prevailed to win. I don't see any pressure with this type of team. This team is ready for the moment, and they are excited for the opportunity to be called champs in a year that we didn't think baseball would fully go on. And now we are seven games away. Depending on the, depending on what happens, we are seven games. Could hope a new champion. There will be a new champion. Now let's pick who is going to walk away the 2020 MLB World Series champions. Raising seven. I have the Rays in six. I just don't want to pick the Dodgers, and that's why I'm picking the Rays in seven. I think the Rays, I think I think the Rays are the most complete team. I think they're the most complete team, and Dodgers I'm going in six. That, I'm going to go with the completeness of that team with that bullpen, that lineup, the managing, and the pitching. So you got they're, you got yeah. Rays in six. Rays in I got six. Rays He's in got, seven. The, got the Dodgers
1: it. cannot possibly lose another World Series. I mean, what are you, the Buffalo Bills? It happened before. Why can't it happen again, Joe? Because I don't want it to, because I hate Tampa that much. Because I why want the Dodgers to win. I don't want anybody. You know anybody I love Clayton Kershaw. I'd like to see Clayton Kershaw improve on his one and two World Series record and the 540 ERA. That's Lakers why win. Lakers, Lakers win. Is The Dodgers
0: be, win. Is, are we getting all LA this year? Oh boy. Oh boy, we'll have to see. But I'm hoping for just a great World Series, and I think we're going to get that with the two best teams in baseball. And I think they need a lot more fans in. They had 25,000 people at Dallas Stadium last night to watch that debacle. <laughs> that was a real show. How about the Dolphins and Jets game? You had to go watch that. i got to just stay home. When they gave the full capacity, I just said, what the hell are they doing? Nobody should have given out free tickets. Free tickets, seriously. But I'm hoping for a great World Series. It should be good. I can't wait to see what happens. Joseph, as always,
1: thank you. Guys, Super excited for the World Series. I'm just joking. Very, I'm not. Very <laughs> I don't so know. I don't be, know. We're going to be. I don't know if to- I'll watch any of it. I'll be honest. Come I'll on, watch yeah. very little of it. I watch okay. highlights. I don't know.
0: Tampa Bay won the NHL. So Ooh, Tampa Bay won the Tampa NHL. Tampa Bay won the NHL, and that's why Lakers the NFL. Won. That's why Tampa's going to win in the NFL. I'm telling the Lakers you. Lakers won the NBA. So something's, something's got to give, Joe. Tampa, L.A. Joe, I can't wait. Maybe we'll see at the end. we got to figure out when we're going to have a preview of Thursday night's classic Giants-Eagles game. We don't know when that's sure, going to be. Sure we, we don't know. A presidential debate. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of the lowest-rating games ever because of that. But, yes, ladies and gentlemen – The World Series is upon us. Enjoy for any Dodgers and Tampa Bay fans. I know I don't really care, but it should be a great one. It should be exciting. We'll be back end of the week. Like I said, hoodies, if you want it for the second order, please message one of us, blue or black. Let us know ASAP. Joseph, thank you as always. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. the city baby when you
1: see us so you know you really viewing greatness in the making double up on facts we stating podcasting cruise control city state the nation so what you saying what we saying prime information facts keys to the city we're locking the statements streaming every friday